Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome to today's show. It's the last show of 2024 on Mohawk Time on Hunter's Bay Radio. I would like to start this show with a land acknowledgement. The way I started my first show of on Mohawk Time. It is with honor and respect I speak to the land today. Mother Earth provides us gifts of sustenance warmth, water, food, and life-giving oxygen from her trees. Let us remember we walk on the dust of our ancestors who went before us. Muskoka is on the traditional territory of three nations, the traditional Ojibwe, Odawa, and the Potawatomi nations, known as the Three Fires Confederacy. The Huron-Windat and the Haudenosaunee nations also walked these territories over time. We have a covenant treaty with these nations and the Anishinaabeg. May we, as guests of the land, always be grateful and strive to live in peace, harmony, and friendship. This deep connection to one another and to the earth is reflective of the Tural Wampum Treaty, which is the first treaty between First Nations people of this country, the Haudenosaunee, and the Europeans. May we commit to being advocates of change as we, Indigenous and settlers, work together with mutual respect and compassion on the, on the road to healing for all. So thank you for taking that time with me to think about uh, the land. The land is alive and we are part of the land and our time here is very short. I don't mean my show, but I mean on the land, our time here and then others will, will trod where we have, where we have trodden and we will become the ancestors, the dust of the soil. I wanted to take a look back, and some of you may have been part of uh, this initiative in Huntsville, or you may have seen the uh, ribbon skirts. I wanted to read just a little bit from a grade 12 student who was part of this uh, profound learning. It was part of the calls to action. And it was also part of, uh, it is part of reconciliation. So this is by Fiona Wren. If you were to take a stroll down to the Huntsville Summit Center or visit the Huntsville Fest of the Arts studio this past summer, a display of skirts 
diverse in patterns and color, might catch your eye. They are ribbon skirts, representative of his indigenous womanhood and a statement on the violence against indigenous women and girls. These skirts were created during the month of April 2023 by the students of grade 11 and 12 Fashion School of Huron Heights Secondary School. Each student created their own ribbon skirt with fabrics and colors handpicked by a local Indigenous fabric business. These skirts are on display and have been on display. In order to create a ribbon skirt, students were first presented with the opportunity to experience and learn about Indigenous culture. And it, I had the opportunity as a former teacher and uh, of Indigenous studies in Kitchener-Waterloo, and I've also taught at Nepissing University and been the First Nations Métis and Inuit consultant for uh, the Waterloo Catholic School Board. I went to the teacher, um, who is a close friend of mine, and also with the girls, and I shared with them my experiences as an Indigenous woman, the importance of ribbon skirts, what they represent, how sacred they are to our uh, identity um, as women. And all of these girls were Indigenous, which means they were from a culture. They were not necessarily First Nations. However, they were from a country from around the world. So they understood and they were very impacted by learning about the teachings, learning how we relate to the land, how our ribbon skirts are our armor and our identity, and how important the connection is to the land and to who we are as women and our traditional role um, of importance and leadership that we held as uh, First Nations women and how that role has changed over time. So these young women led the way, led their school, which is on Haudenosaunee territory in Kitchener-Waterloo. They led their entire school to learn uh, through the sewing, the traditional sewing of uh, a skirt and what that meant. It was uh, profound, what it meant to them, what it meant to their school and the impact that it had on their entire population and the community of Kitchener-Waterloo. So when we do acts of uh, reconciliation towards reconciliation and the calls to action, we don't know the profound impact, or maybe we don't understand um, all of the details behind uh, the initiative or the project. This project was in no way cultural appropriation. Um, the skirts I do have with me at this time, they will never be sold. They will be on display um, at the Bracebridge Chapel Gallery, as well as we will be looking for other galleries across Ontario and Canada for these skirts to help others understand the connection uh, that women have and women had and our traditional roles that we played. 
So this young girl said, I feel that ribbon skirts are especially beautiful due to the stories and messages they carry. All the students were encouraged to educate themselves on the gracefulness and beauty of Indigenous culture and symbols. She says, my skirt, the story of my skirt, revolves around nature. The pattern showcases birds and flowers and harmony and all that makes nature charming and good and worthy of our attention. The project has meant different things to the different students. One girl said, I put a lot of energy into making my skirt from the creation process of both the physical skirt to the story. I want the person who wears this skirt to feel comfortable. Uh, This skirt and the project has helped my school contribute to the process of decolonizing and healing that we all need in order for true reconciliation to happen. We know that it's important to hold on to hope. We know that it's important to stay curious and learn and educate ourselves and come alongside Indigenous people. We know that in time, we will all be healed. We all bleed red. And as people who care for others and in our community of Huntsville, we can help in creating an optimistic future for those around us, which include many nations, not just Indigenous, but many nations. Nations from around the world. And in saying that, um, we want to thank the Huntsville Festival of the Arts and the uh, town of Huntsville and the Summit Center and Hunters Bay Radio for giving the um, Sacred Strength Ribbon Skirt Initiative the opportunity to be in our community, to be displayed and to help teach. And personally, I know that this has happened because of the wonderful volunteers of this community, the number of people who commented in the guest registry people who not only lived in Canada, but from other countries around the world who visited this summer uh, from the United States. And people are curious. People want to make a difference. We can't stay stuck uh, where we are because that just doesn't cut it anymore. We, it's, we just have to move forward. So it was a privilege to be part of the, uh, the Ribbon Skirt Initiative uh, in this community and the comments um, from far and wide, amazing, beautiful, wonderful, such profound writings that each young girl added uh, their own own story to the, the creation of the skirt that they made. And it was an honor. It was an honor for me to be part of it. It was an honor for each student, for an entire school community of over 1,000, actually it's close to 1,500 students uh, who were part, um, not just students, but the entire staff were part of what occurred. And with that, let's take a break. You're listening to Hunters Bay Radio 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. And welcome back after the break. I want to continue our story today, our narrative um, about ribbon skirts and about the importance of 
understanding and our uh, important role that we play in reconciliation and what what we can do in our community, what differences we can start to make. Many people have always asked, what can I do? I see the there have been wrongs. I understand that things have not been the way they should have been. And wrongs were made to our friends and families who are Indigenous, to our neighbors, to our Indigenous communities. I don't know of any First Nations person who has not been impacted by the residential school uh, system that occurred in this country. And I personally have been impacted with a grandfather that went to uh, the Mohawk Institute in Brantford. I've talked about that before. I've shared about that. Um, I know that families are impacted. I know with the loss of children, how could we bear? How can we bear not knowing um, where our children are? And so that is a very important aspect of understanding and coming to terms with uh, the truth. We have not yet ventured into the path of total reconciliation. And as I've said many times, the elders say it will take seven generations uh, for us to be able to move into true reconciliation. This is a narrative written by Amber Nassim, a grade 11 student who was profoundly impacted as were the 19 other students who created and who sewed a ribbon skirt. This is entitled for you, Emily Redbreast. I made the skirt with you in mind, Emily. I made the skirt thinking if you like it. Do you like the color? Do you like the ribbons? Do you like how they are aligned? I wish you could see it. I wish I could know you more for it. I wish people would know more about you than a name on a label. I didn't know much about what skirts you wore, but I knew this bit, that it is what you considered yours. Hopefully, this is the one you wear forevermore. Hopefully, it is the one not fabricated by civilized lords. This project has meant a lot to me. Enough that I can get a glimpse of what you went through. Understand this skirt stitched with my hands trembling was the one taken away from you. Every stitch was a realization. Every measurement was a regulation. And every seam ripped was a guidance. It was a journey that led me to you to your story, to tell your story. I wish when they see your skirt, they think of you. I can only imagine how beautiful this skirt would have rippled when the wind blew. You running in the fields free. I hope they realize what was taken away 
and how you were not allowed to be. You looking ahead in hope and us looking back for hope. Young Emily Redbreast was a young girl who lived and died at a residential school. She was honored by Amber in the making of this skirt and the story that a grade 11 student wrote a profound narrative in honor of Emily Redbreast. So thank you, Amber Nassim and the students of Huron Heights Secondary School for what you did, what you are doing, and how we can see reflected in the time, the month that you took every day, five days a week, to sew and rip and sew and rip a skirt and to apply ribbons in order for others to see the truth, in order for others to reflect, in order for others to learn, and the impact that your small act has gone a long way to impacting others uh, in this area and across the province and obviously into other countries as well. So kudos to the students, the young girls who uh, beautifully talented and created the inspirational uh, Sacred Strength ribbon skirts. The Sacred Strength ribbon skirts will also be... um, at the Chapel Gallery in Bracebridge in the new year. And we're hoping to get them into a number of other galleries or museums as well in in Ontario. We are um, hopeful and excited to share that we, um, through the Huntsville Library, had a ribbon skirt making for 12 uh, participants. And this was offered through a grant, a pay it forward grant um, received in, in our area by two uh, women, Mary Spring and Terry Souter, who are well known in our community and who are seamstresses. And so uh, they collaborated as well with the Hope Arises Project Incorporated as well as the Huntsville Library, there will be one more ribbon skirt um, sewing coming up as well. So thank you so much to those in our community who are, uh, are making a difference, who are asking that question, what can I do? And then offering their services or becoming a volunteer or um, collaborating collaborating in our community in friendship, harmony, and peace. So I would just like to say again, Anyawa, Anyawa Goa. Anyawa to all those of you out there who have listened to each of my shows. And if you haven't, you can also go back and take a look at them and listen uh, on the SoundCloud, the Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 SoundCloud. And I would also like to thank my friend who sometimes shows up and who offers little tidbits of information. And so thank you. 
Thank you to all of you. Nyawa, Nyawa Goa, and um, enjoy your Christmas holidays. And we'll see you back here on Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 in the new year. Scan off.